Welcome in the greatest podcast in sport betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Kern, certified G, bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. And as you see this morning, there is no G money, Grant Mitchell. He is getting over an illness, but that's not stopping us from getting the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment rolling this morning. Happy Monday. Welcome into the show. If you're watching live on TikTok, guys, we are talking all about Monday night football. And if you're watching the replay on YouTube, welcome in, welcome in. It's going to be an interesting game tonight between the Bears and the Vikings. But before we get into that, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Number one, like the video, comment on who you're taking. We'll reply. We'll give you our tips and our feedback for tonight's game, which is really interesting and I think could be tightly contested, probably leaning towards the Bears, but we'll talk about that in a minute. We got some comments rolling in here on TikTok. David coming in here. Did you find out about betting on the Special Olympics? I did not find out about that, but I did see an article where there was talk about betting on the Special Olympics, which is wild. Zach Barr coming in here. Do you think the Texans can win out with Titans twice? Broncos, Jets, and Colts left to make the playoffs. So when you look at the Texans, very interesting spot here. Yesterday did not deliver against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I personally did not expect them to deliver against the Jaguars, but their defense hasn't been great this season. It's been more C.J. Stroud going out and making plays for them. So the question is, can he continue to do that? I think he can, but winning outright is definitely going to be tough. There's a lot of teams that have tight schedules down the stretch. A lot of interesting things happened yesterday, which shook up the whole playoff landscape, including the Buffalo Bills. Absolutely atrocious loss from the Buffalo Bills. They should be ashamed of themselves if you're watching on TikTok, if you're watching on YouTube. Let me know in the comments if you agree. Buffalo, that was a terrible loss by them. It felt like they controlled that entire game and just gave it away at the end, missed a couple field goals. I was a Buffalo Bills live money line better, so it obviously hurt me a lot. Dixon Bowles here. What's up, Dixon? How you doing? Bro, how the Bills let that shit happen? I, David, I don't know. I honestly don't know. It was wild to me that the Buffalo Bills gave away that game. Josh Allen throwing the pick didn't help early in the game, but defensively they were good the entire game, and then they kind of fell apart there. Um, it was a it was a bad effort from them, just really bad. And when you know what, it comes down to good teams find ways to win, right? The Philadelphia Eagles they don't have the best secondary in the world. They are a very good offense. The offense was a little slow to start yesterday, but good teams find a way to win. And that's exactly what they did. The Buffalo Bills, not a good team. They don't find ways to win. Hard to beat a team and the rest. Well, here's the thing. Everyone's talking about the refs talk. Everyone's talking about the refs talk. Number one, did the refs have anything to do with Josh Allen and Gabe Davis missing that wide open touchdown pass at the end of the game, the miscommunication? No. Number two, did the refs have anything to do with Josh Allen throwing that pick early in the game? No. The ref has anything to do with the Bills missing two field goals? No, they didn't. Those are three plays that made the game. Refs terrible in the Texans games, too. I hate using that, but damn. There's a reason everyone is talking about the refs. I'm not saying the refs are good, guys. I'm not saying. There's been some problems with the refs. Ian heard from you. Ian, haven't heard from you in a minute. Justin, what's up, man? I'm not saying the refs are good, guys, but I'm not saying that the refs cost the Buffalo Bills the game. There's a few key plays in the game the refs had nothing to do with. So we can go back to those plays and it didn't make a difference. What's up, guys? If you're joining, Jose, thanks for the follow on TikTok, guys. Anyways, we got to start getting into the game tonight. Bills versus the rest. Everyone's saying Bills versus the rest in the comments section. I totally disagree with that. The bottom line is the Buffalo Bills are not a good team. They don't find ways to win. They had a game in the bag yesterday and didn't get the job done. Yes, there were a couple problems with the refs, but it did not cost them the game. It's not a coincidence the refs are questioned after every Eagles game. I'm 9-3. and three. Hooray. Good job, Eddie. Was not nine and three yesterday. Did go six and two in my dub club, my personal dub club, which was good. The props were not good yesterday. Probably the worst prop 
of my life I gave out yesterday was Adam Thielen over 66 and a half receiving yards. I think he had two yards. That was probably the worst prop I've ever done in my life. Obviously, you didn't watch the game. No, I watched the game. I watched the entire game. I was locked in on the entire game. It hurt me when the Bills lost. But tell me three moments, three moments here. Josh Allen pick early in the game. What did the refs do with that? Josh Allen missing Gabe Davis for the touchdown pass, which would have won the game. Did the refs have anything to do with that? No. Missed field goals. Did the refs have anything to do with that? No. Chiefs Bills coming up. Can't wait. Guys, again, the Bills are done. The Bills are done. They're done. Absolutely done. Chiefs started slow yesterday against the Raiders, too. Let's see what else we can talk about in the world of football from yesterday's scores, and then we'll get into talking about tonight's game. Let's see here. Pulling up the scores from yesterday, guys. The New England Patriots are atrocious. We know that. That was one interesting thing. Atlanta beat New Orleans 24-15. Pittsburgh beat Cincinnati. Nothing surprising there. Tennessee, Will Levis had a decent day. Bryce Young, 194. He sucks. Diggs should go to uh, Kansas City. Diggs should go to Kansas City. That would be really good. Intentional grounding instead of the horse collar is number one. Again, but did that cost them the game? No, it didn't. It didn't cost them the game. Don't miss a wide-open touchdown pass to Gabe Davis. Boom. Game's over. Rasheed Rice went fire. Um, guys, I had the Bills. I'm not. I'm sitting here. I had the Bills. I was on Bills' money line all day. I that, that loss hurt me, okay? My girlfriend was over. We're watching that game. I didn't talk for two hours after that football game. Didn't even talk. I didn't even move a muscle for two hours after that football game. It was so sickening to me. But it wasn't because of the refs. It was because the Bills don't find ways to win, and the Eagles do. Um, Tampa Bay versus Indy, Indy won by seven Patriots are terrible. What should the Patriots do at quarterback guys? Let me know what should, who should start the rest of the year? That's another question. A lot of people are talking about who should start at quarterback for the new England Patriots. Thank you for being someone who doesn't bitch about the rest. I mean, guys, listen, the refs make bad calls all over the place, but don't miss Gabe Davis for a wide open touchdown pass. You see Joe Brady up in the booth. Oh my God, what's going, how do you miss that throw? You left the door open for a team that finds a way to win. There's two, there's, that game came down to one thing yesterday. I know we're talking about this game a lot, but it came down to one thing. Good teams find a way to win. Bad teams find a way to lose. Are the Bills a good team? No, I can't say they are. The first spread they covered was last week since week four. That's not a good football team. Guys, make sure you're following on TikTok as well. We're starting to go up. If you have questions about yesterday, I want to answer them. If you have thoughts on yesterday, I want to answer them. Vikings versus Bears. David, we're going to get into that in a minute here. We're going to start breaking this game down um, from a betting perspective. But if you guys have any other questions about the weekend, let me know. I thought the false starts on Kelsey were a little ticky-tack. Those were false starts. Um, I, I think the first one at least was a false start. Uh, those are those are definitely false starts. Again, that's a situation where the Eagles found a way. They overcame those false starts. Got to credit the Eagles. Made a 61-yard field goal in the rain or a 59-yard field goal in the rain. Got to give them credit. You got to tip your cap. Um, what should the Patriots do at quarterback, though, guys? What should the Patriots do at quarterback? I want to know what you think. Good morning, best bet sports guy. Hey, Jay Bird. How you doing? Jay Bird, yesterday was not good on TikTok for the picks. Um, okay, Cleveland versus Denver. Denver won that game. No surprise there. Nobody cares about L.A. and Arizona. Kansas City did struggle a little bit with Vegas early in that game. They found a way to pull away. And then Baltimore found a way at the end to cover that spread thanks to Zay Flowers. Shout out Zay Flowers. 20-10 to 10 winner there. So now that brings us to Monday Night Football here. Bears versus Vikings. First thing to note, guys, if you're looking at this game, the splits on this game are very interesting here. So the Vikings are favored by three points, but 75% of the bets and 59% of the money is on the Vikings at minus three. So when you see a larger number of tickets, smaller number of money, not a great sign there. 
Uh, for the plus three, the Bears, 25% of the bets, 41% of the money. So they are getting more money with less tickets. That's 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 catching my attention right away there. That's something that I'm looking at in this football game. New England should come get Ritter. I mean, he's probably better than Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. And I, I felt bad for Mac Jones yesterday, too. I know we're bouncing around here, but Mac Jones was re- literally ready to cry on the sidelines. Literally ready to cry on the sidelines. How did those splits work out for you yesterday? Actually, pretty good. They did. Not going to lie. They worked out pretty good. Um, guys, I just it's just drawing my attention. Can you guys calm the frick down? I mean, come on. Why would you take the Bears, one of the worst teams, one of the worst teams? They're actually not one of the worst teams statistically. They've actually been decent on defense this season. They only lost the Vikings by six earlier in the year. And I'm not taking the Bears to win the game, guys. I'm taking the Bears plus three, potentially. Potentially. I still haven't made my decision yet. Maybe I'll make it by the end of the show if you're lucky. Um, but the splits worked out pretty good yesterday, guys. When you see the when you see the low number of tickets, high number of bets, low number of tickets, high number of money. That's when it works out for you. I'm just talking, guys. You guys love coming here and chirping. It's really nice. Um, but make sure you follow the page if you are chirping. So that's the first thing I'm noticing with this game. Bears getting 25% of the bets, but 41% of the money on the money line side at plus 130. 19% of the bets, 29% of the handle. Vikings, 81% of the bets, 71% of the handle. This is probably a game, guys, and I'm going to say this right now. If you're picking on splits, I'm not picking on splits, Josh. Stop. I'm not picking on splits. I'm talking about the damn splits. If this is a game, guys, long term, if you're looking at this one, like I would probably lie bet this one. That's the best way to attack this game, in my opinion. You're going to see the Vikings go down. You're going to see the Bears go down, probably. If you like the Bears, you're going to be able to get more points if the Vikings can go down and get seven or three on that first drive. If you like the Vikings, you're going to be getting for even money if the Bears could go down and score on their first drive. So this is probably a game that I recommend live betting. Um, but if I had to pick a side to start, I would probably take the Chicago Bears. Best way to attack it, though, live betting and props. On the total here, Pretty pretty dead heat for the over and the under. 44 is a pretty perfect number for this one. I think both offenses can get relatively explosive. Um, both defenses have their holes, but I think Chicago's been better than people expect. I need Vikings to close out a 13-legger. Nice, David. That's awesome. I think, uh, again, guys, it's going to be a tight game. This is not necessarily a lock by any means. you got to think about it this way, too. Vikings are only favored by three points against the Bears. Only three. If the Bears suck that bad, it would be a much bigger spread. Um, again, though. Things are going to happen. That's football. Um, as far as cold heart football facts goes, guys, this is a statistical tool that I use to break down games. The Bears are 24th in the quality stats, so their overall power rankings. The Vikings are 12th. One thing to, to look at in that, though, is the fact that the Chicago Bears have not had their quarterback for a lot of the season. They've been playing with Tyson Bajan. Um, so that's another thing to look at there. But if I'm picking a side here, guys, I'm going Bears plus three to start. I'm playing the under as well probably lie betting this game though probably will not lock in bears plus three i will wait to lie bet it and see if i can get a better number on the bears justin Fields rushing yards there we go we'll get into the props now guys start talking about props in the comment section let me know what you're taking for props guys in the comments so justin fields we look at his rushing numbers this season um his rushing total in this game is set at 53 and a half pretty high number he can hit that with these though um he had 18 for 104 last week against the Lions. They played well there. Eight for 46, 11 for 57, four for 25, and 11 for 47. That was his past five games. Commit yards, I think that could be good. I think teaser is Bears better and under. I agree with that. I think that could be a really good teaser. DJ on the over, easy money. I think DJ Moore has a big night as well. Um, DJ Moore had like 50, 51, 52 yards against them last time, I believe, and his total is set at 60 and a half tonight. 
Um, so that's another thing to look at. I, I do like DJ more over his total. How can you not? I love DJ. They just got to get the ball to him early and often. That's the biggest issue. Um, this game, you know what this game kind of reminds me of two guys, and I don't know if you feel this way, but this game kind of reminds me of the Bears versus the Commanders game when everyone was on the Commanders, but the Bears came out throwing the football early and often in this football game, and they found a way to win. I think that's that, that's what this game could remind me of. I think we could see a big passing night from Justin Fields. I think we could see a big running night for him um, because you look at the uh, you look at the defensive stats for the Vikings. They're a little weaker in the secondary than they are in the front seven. Bears money line isn't a bad bet. No, it's not. Minnesota minus three. Logan, I don't know if I would lay the points with Minnesota. It's just not, I'm not feeling as much tonight. I think I would probably wait to live bet it um, if you do like that side of the line. Coach coming in here, Bears plus three, Bears under 44, first half under Hawkinson receiving yards, more yards. So, Coach, I'm on all those. So, guys, I work with the coach. We give the picks away. If you want more picks, make sure you join the link in the bio up in my uh, dub club there. And also follow the page, too. We're trying to get to 30,000 followers on here. Um, but, yeah, that that would be my place, too. Bears plus three. I love the under. I haven't looked at Hawkinson receptions, but I do like more yards. So those would be my a few of my plays there. Commit yards. Commit, also a decent bet. I think Justin Fields is going to be coming out throwing the football. Because when you do look at this Vikings team, guys, 20th in defensive passer rating, according to Cold Heart Football Facts. They are 19th in defensive real quarterback rating. They are 14th in defensive real passing yards per attempt. They've been a pretty mid-team against the pass, and I think there's areas for the Bears to exploit them through the air. So we can go back to the last game these teams placed. It was a, it was a low-scoring game where Tyson Bajant threw for 83, Justin Fields threw for 58. So this was the first game that Tyson Bajant came in. Not really a good indication, guys, but I can tell you what this game, what, what I look at this game and I say, when you see Tyson Bajant and Justin Fields coming in, first time Tyson Bajant was in a game, he threw a pick, Justin Fields threw a pick. Bears only lost by six. Keep that in mind. Brad Sherwood, Tanner. What's up, Brad? How you doing, Brad? So, guys, those would be my plays on the game tonight. I would say Bears plus three, but again, wait till I bet it. Probably the under 44, possibly a teaser between the two. I think that could be a good bet. And then DJ Moore yards for sure. I would look at DJ Moore yards, potentially Justin Fields passing yards or combined yards. VIP calls good. I'd be ready to cancel. Then you put numbers on the board. VIP calls good. I'd be ready to cancel. Then you put numbers on the board. VIP's good. VIP's been good. It was good yesterday. Some days are bad. Some days are good. It's sports betting. I need a lock tonight. I'm putting a grand on it. I'll give a small cut. I mean, I don't know if you a lock tonight. This this game doesn't really define locks, in my opinion. There's not there's not much to lock up in this football game. I think Bears plus three is a good bet. I think the under 44. I think DJ more yards is a good bet. But as far as a lock goes, this is just not this is not that kind of game. This game could go either way because people are talking in the comment section about how bad the Bears are. The Vikings are not a good football team either. Under, I think under is a good move too, David. Under is probably under is probably the safer move, especially with all the primetime trends. We saw another game go under in primetime last night with the Baltimore Ravens. Any college ball or NBA? I've not really looked at any NBA or college today. Usually on Mondays and Thursdays, I'm all over these football games just because that's what I'm talking about the majority of the day. Um, but if I had to look for some basketball games here, um, I've been a lot. I've been way more into college basketball this season than I have been NBA so far, but that'll change obviously when football ends and college football ends. But if I'm looking at some um, games, I do like the under or no, the over, I like the over in the St. Peter's Rutgers game. That was one that I was looking at for early on Um, potentially UConn first half as well um, against New Hampshire tonight. So that's another one that I'd be looking at as well. 
I'll take one in college. Brad, I don't, I, Brad, I, I'm going, I'm going to go under, bro. I like that, Brad. Good move. Dobbs, the real deal and feel Dobbs, the real Dobbs, the real deals him and fields eight, anytime touchdown fields, anytime touchdown, probably a good move there. I think he's going to use his legs a lot. Again, he's more comfortable in the pocket when he's using his legs. Um, so those would be my two plays in college basketball for, for the NBA. I've not looked at the schedule much today, um, but I'll probably get in that Rutgers over that St. Peter's Rutgers over tonight before Monday night football. So I have a little action before the game, um, you know, keep me entertained. Right. When we look at um, the NBA tonight, pretty small, small slate, seven o'clock. Let's see five games tonight. Probably the best game is that Lakers Sixers game based on what I'm looking at here. Nuggets Clippers later is going to be a good game. Lakers Sixers Nuggets Clippers. Just off the top, I probably like the Sixers at home minus five and a half. And then I probably like the Nuggets plus six against the Clippers on the road tonight. But again, I have not looked not looked much. Rutgers over. I love the Rutgers over. Um, St. Mary's money line. I don't know if I'm trusting St. Mary's money line, but I do like the the over there. Um, I've not looked at the money line side. Presbyterian, NIU, UMBC, the dogs barking in college basketball. I love that. Love that, David. You're locked in today. Shout out to those in Dub Club. Let's ride. Kern, the coach. Shout out to Kern, the coach, in the comments section. Shout out to everyone in the Dub Club, guys. If you want to join that, make sure you go up in the link in the bio as well. But that was the hell of a show, guys. Grant wasn't here, so we just, you know, we had fun this morning. We kind of just talked about games, talked about the uh, the weekend. We talked about the bills and how everyone thought it was rigged. So we talked about a lot this morning, but I appreciate you guys joining me. We're live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. This was a different vibe than it usually is when Grant's here. It's more of a, a show, me and him talking, just picks and stuff. Um, but if you guys want to follow me, make sure you go tap the uh, tap the follow button up top, guys. Head over to the WSN YouTube channel, guys. That's linked in my bio as well if you want to watch the replay on video. And we will see you next time for another episode of Ride the Line.